All right, bucking over episode 39. Entering today, daily overs 18, 20, and 3. Season win total 17 out of 65. Game 2, Pirates Rockies over under at 8 runs. Ruanzi Contreras, Kyle Freeland. This offense, man, it continues to flounder. Did get a strong pitching performance, though. And we've got Welcome to the Show, Part 3, baby. We'll get into that and more on this episode of The Bucking Over. day everyone he has pitched before and i know he's in relief appearances but it feels like today is his first true step into the rotation for the pirates doesn't it kind of feels like he's making his debut for the pirates today we also had welcome to the show officially welcome to the show for real cal mitchell got called up today in the starting lineup batting eighth so we got some exciting things going on with Castro, Castillo, the Young Bucks are starting to creep in. They're starting to take over. Very exciting. Let's get into the game recap. Top of the first. Before I get into the game recap, let me back up a little bit. I was at my son's t-ball game. I worked the concessions, so I was able to peep at the game on my phone through the Fubo TV app. But I really wasn't able to watch a lot of it. I rewatched some of it. So most of this is going to be kind of bits and pieces of it. But top of the first, Ruanzi strikes out two of the first three batters. Love it. First inning woes, not a problem for Ruanzi today. Castro in the second, Rodolfo Castro playing on the right side of second base makes an amazing diving catch. That's two days in a row he's made a nice catch out in the field. He did make an error in the game. We'll get to that in a little bit. But we go all the way to the bottom of the fifth. This is when I get home from the game. Sit down, turn the game on. Bottom of the fifth. See we're being no hit. Yikes. Not a big deal though because Diego Castillo doubles. And then Cal Mitchell comes up. First hit. First RBI. Gets a single. And then advances to second on a throwing error by Gritchick. It's one nothing Bucks. I go finally. See this is why the Pirates need me to stay home and watch the game. Of course I would never miss my son's game but. Kind of feels like I'm, you know, maybe if it's for the Pirates, you know. <laughs> Kidding. Perez walks later in the inning. Hayes strikes out. Reynolds grounds out. It's just, you know, the same story with these guys. For some reason, runners in scoring position, they get a rally going. They get some people on base, and they just can't drive them home. It's just, it just drives you crazy. Top of the eighth. Castro makes that error, like I said. And they pinch run CJ, CJ Cron that got that. Uh, but they pinch hit him with uh, Garrett Hampson, their speedster. Blackman singles, moves Hampson to third. McMahon drives home Hampson, Hampson, 1 1. You had Underwood starting the inning and Stratton coming in in relief of that inning, who ended up giving the hit to McMahon. Bottom of the ninth, Rodolfo Castro walks. Then gets a steal after Yoshi strikes out. Van Meter pinch hit. Single. Stunning. 
Castro to third. So you have first and third, one out. Infield's drawn in. Ground ball throws Castro out at home, which I don't know if I would have sent him, but the alternative is they may turn the double play. So it's you're kind of screwed either way. It was just kind of crappy that they uh, grounded out. And then Perez grounds out to end the ninth. In extra innings, they have the runner on second rule. Connor Joe singles that score to Hilliard 2-1. Bottom of the 10th, the Pirates get a runner on second. You have your 1-2-3 guys coming up. Hayes, Reynolds, and Ch- Chavis. I almost did it. Brian Hayes strikeout. Brian Reynolds strikeout. Chavis ground out. That's your final. No bucking over. Pirates lose and just... I don't know if gut-wrenching is the right word, but just... No, it's, uh, it stinks. It's just hard to watch an offense just do so badly with runners in scoring position. You have bright spots here and there. You know, Castro, Diego, Mitchell with his single, who actually had a broken bat in the ninth, and just it exploded. And, like, his bat shot way past first base. But you have your one, two, three batters up. I mean, these are supposed to be your guys. These are the guys you're looking forward to be stable and to be, I don't know, the leaders of your clubhouse moving forward. And you can't even get a guy on second base to third base for a potential sack fly opportunity. Some of that's pitching. Some of that's the Colorado reliever that was pitching. But, you know, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating to watch these players who are touted as these elite players, you know, Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes, who's, you know, Brian Hayes yesterday, three for three, did fine. Today hit a bump, but you just, you know, you don't want to see him strike out. You see him at least advance the runner. But they haven't had, they mentioned this on the broadcast, they haven't had a game with three hits with runners in scoring position since April 29th. They just, they need that production to go up. They need, like we've been saying all year, keep the train moving. Singles, singles, doubles, singles, doubles, singles. Keep them all running around the bases, round and round and round. And maybe you run into one, maybe not. But they just don't seem to be able to have that right now as of May 24th. Things change. Teams get hot. Teams get streaky. You bring in some more of these energy guys, and you could see it on the bench. They're all kind of having fun. They're loose. And hopefully they don't get too loose because, you know, you have a game with well, they had five hits. Five whole hits. You want to take it a little bit serious. But I do like the energy. Congrats again to Mitchell, though. Had his first hit. Got the lone RBI. Big day for him. Number 31. You like to see that guy gets called up who is absolutely on fire in AAA. It comes up and continues to see the ball hit the ball. And from what I saw, Rowanzi looked good. He looked very solid. Had that slider curve breaking ball in the fifth inning. It was hard to hit. You know, I didn't see a lot of his other pitching. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Five innings, though. Three hits, five strikeouts, two walks, 84 pitches. I do think they'll be very careful with his arm this year. I don't think he's gone more than 80 innings or 70 or 80 innings in a season. So I don't think they're going to press him too hard this year. 
which I don't mind. I just, you know, I want to see him get experience and I want to see him develop and stretch his arm out and be ready for next year. And I want him to blow his arm out and then be out for next year, have to come back like other pitchers, Jamison Tyon. So be careful, you know, do what, do what you have to do to keep his arm healthy, but also stretch it out. Last episode, I couldn't... The player I was thinking of, Gorski, the guy that hit a bunch of home runs, nine home runs or something the last week or week or two, he was the guy that called up. Um, and tonight, for the Altoona curve, had a home run. So good on him. Keep the power streak going. Let's keep these players developing. Let's see these players continue to make improvements and keep it going. Let's see Mason Martin, O'Neill Cruz, in the next round of call-ups, next time we do a welcome to the show, I want them to be those guys coming up and kicking out Van Meter, Yoshi. Although Van Meter had that hit. Although it really wasn't a hit. He hit it off the pitcher. It was like a little cheapy play. But, yeah. Let's get the young guys going. Let's get the crew. Let's get them all loose and energetic and the excitement level back up in that I mean, one run. I mean, you can't win these games all the time. All right, let's go around the league real quick. Blue Jays beat the or currently beating the Cardinals eight to one. Anytime the Cardinals lose by an amount more than five, I like it. Red Sox, of note, beating the White Sox, bottom of the seventh. It's sixteen to three. So, Pirates fans, don't be so hard on yourselves. Other teams can lose by big margins too. It does happen. It's not just the Pirates. The White Sox are supposed to be a decent team, too. And the Red Sox, I don't know. I can't figure out what they are. Royals D-backs, Athletic Mariners, all tied. Some games still getting underway in the fourth inning here on the West Coast. Cubs beat the Reds 11-4. to Cubs are an up-and-down team, too. It seems like they kind of play up and down to their competition. Orioles and Yankees won 11. Yankees won 7-6. to and the twin twins blank the Tigers, who are 14 and 28. You know, Pirates fans, especially on Twitter, love to complain. But you know it could be so much worse. It really could. You could have nothing to look forward to. No prospects. You signed Javi Baez and you got 14 and 28. Come on. I'll take the young core and a developing and a hopeful 2023-24 over that. Daily overs, 18, 21, and 3. Season win total, 17 out of 65. Daily overs have been sliding a little bit, these 2-1 games. But we got game 3, Pirates-Rockies tomorrow, 12-35, afternoon game, over-under at 7.5. I might go to the game. I think I'm going to take the family out. I think I'm either going to be sitting behind home plate or I'm going to go check out outfield seats and sit at that bar in right field. I haven't decided yet. The beauty of living near PNC Park is you get to go out and just that day. That's the other thing I like about having a team that's not that great. You can get tickets anytime you want. Wait till this team's good and you can't find any tickets. Then we'll see who's complaining. Zach Thompson on the bump for the Pirates. Let's keep his hot month of May going. I mean, he's been lights out the last three starts, so let's keep that going. No official starter listed for Colorado on MLB, but FanDuel has Feltner, so I'm not sure. But they do have a line of seven and a half. Pirates are favored in that game, minus 124. Because, you know, Colorado can't win two in a row, right? Still going to refrain from predictions. 
will say that tomorrow, if we go to the game, live updates on Twitter, at Buck and Over, and we'll recap everything, news, notes, and more from the Pirates and the Overs. Enjoying the Buckin' Over content? Be sure to follow me over at Twitter at Buckin' Over, TikTok at The Buckin' Over, and on YouTube, The Buckin' Over, to follow along with your buckos all year long. <laughs>